This is Eddie checking in. This is Gage checking in, and maybe you'll be able to hear the pre-podcast conversation if you give us $100. <laughs> you want to hear it? Fine. We'll yeah. turn on the audio for 100 Ooh, uh, yeah. That would be interesting. But fuck Patreon. We'll give you our, we'll give you our uh, PayPal. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Pay Dir- us both direct link to PayPal. Yeah. And no one wants to hear it anyways. But anyways, where you can find us for free is Facebook. Our Facebook group is going to be linked down below. I tried using uh, hyperlinks on Anchor, and it did not carry over onto other sites because I tried listing our listings through like a hyperlink in the description. So from now on, I'm just going to include the entirety of the URL uh, just for safe, just for safety. I'm sure on Anchor, if you're watching this on Anchor or listening to this on Anchor, you can click on the uh, hyperlinks, but for other platforms, I don't believe that's the case. So you can find us on YouTube, Two Boys Podcast. Uh, you can also, I'm going to move this filter real quick. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, both at Two Boys Podcast. And you can find myself on my personal Instagram at garbage man underscore, uh, garbage underscore man underscore gauge for all my thrift spines, flips and grinds. And Eddie can be found at Sir Fern on Instagram for all things furniture, thrifting, design, yes, other stuff, dog, clover, dog. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Do my 30 day challenge workout. 30 day challenge. Eddie is on what day? Day four. Okay, but nobody gives a shit about that because what we're actually focusing on is our <laughs> thrifting competition. That's Ooh. right, folks. We're in the thick of it. We are currently four days into our competition, and obviously, Eddie's going to lose. And that's okay. We'll still be friends after that. I actually, like, kind of worried because. It's going to fucking dunk on you no i'm just worried i don't even know where to put all this cash that i'm gonna have you know what i mean oh like, my god my okay, pockets eddie can you tailor my pants to fit all this fucking bread yeah, real let quick me, let me make your pants into cargo pants for you yeah that's why he's cutting holes in my pants so i can, can't fit all this bread he's hoping to just pick up all my have meat. you made any sales during the competition like that actually, actually applies no i haven't oh okay well mm, i have but eddie has <laughs> yeah off of some free shit that he can't even talk about so that's just, okay. You deal in the shadows. And you know, I'll fucking Jim, live in the as, Lord's light. That's, exactly. that's fine. <laughs> that's okay by me. I'm we walking the righteous path. on the fucking shelf. <clears throat> oh, well, I got some... Well, your 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 shoes are better than mine, but uh, I did find some new I'm going to Photoshop five, those five, to look like Skechers. Fuck off. I control this video. Actually, you know what? Skechers are cool because they're in the dad, the dad shoes. Yeah, good section. luck trying to flip Skechers. Hey, the Asians will buy them. Well, you know who else will buy it? Kim Kardashian. Remember those Skechers they released with the big, like... Did you actually see, um, so for the new release of the Yeezy 500s, the Geode, uh, Kanye and some friends actually set up lemonade stands selling the shoes. That's cool. Yeah. Is he also forgetting that his wife was a sponsor for Skechers? Everybody has their dark moments. <laughs> Do you remember that, though? You, you know what I'm really pissed about? You know what I'm talking about, about though? The, what are they called? Shape-ups. The oh, Skechers shape-ups. That, that actually fat. fuck your back up? <laughs> Yeah, and they're like, it makes you have a giant butt. Not that it has anything to do with the fact that you went to a Malibu doctor to get your fucking fat injected in your butt. Mm. But it's the Skechers that made you look that way, Kim. All right. Yeah. Um, the one thing I like, I have my big vice against Skechers is they did a, a One Piece collaboration set. And? Why is that against? Oh, your vice? What do you mean? Like, that you want them? No, it, I don't want they them. They fucked them up? Well, <laughs> I wish... The collab was not done with Skechers because I don't wear Skechers. I don't like Skechers. Didn't you just say the Skechers are cool now? Like no, I said they're in the scene. I said they're in the scene. 
Eddie okay. is a scene phase, I think. Eddie's I going through a scene phase. Okay, you're, you're definitely twisting my words. They're they're culturally popular yeah. because they have that dad chew aesthetic. But you're not funkiness. a dad, so that's actually cultural appropriation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know, I don't, I'm not a Well, I'm technically a dad with Clover. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, but they, they did a collaboration with... Um, I'm sorry, man. I just the one piece. Gage, Gage I'm gonna cut the audio out on mine right now because yeah. it's being a fucking bitch. But Ugh. yeah, but anyways, they they did a collaboration with um, fuck, I'm like forgetting the the creator's name, Oda, boom, from from One Piece. He's the creator of One Piece. But yeah, they did a collaboration and they did four pairs of shoes: one for Luffy, Nami, Sanji, and I want to say Chopper those four yeah and, but they're only selling them in london so i can't i even if i wanted to get them i couldn't get them but again i don't like sketchers so like okay. it was a collab well wasted all right sorry pardon the pardon the sound thing i'm gonna try to edit oh anybody going to anime boston uh, I, i'm gonna be at anime boston also packs this week i'm going thursday and friday so if you if you see me uh i'm not gonna thrift anything or try to find anything to thrift at those places because unless they're like limited edition like win collectible type mm-hmm. things yeah but so even again it's kind of hard to do but oh. <clears throat> oh i thought i had a text it was just a weeb alert but uh anyways <laughs> wow <laughs> I've been watching a lot of like compilations of Brian Callen and uh, Chris D'Elia like roasting each other. So I'm like in that playful spirit of taking down Eddie. Fucking dent- okay, you're not gonna dent- win, dude. Chill out. It's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be super humble about it. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm gonna take my opportunities as they come, dude. Like I'm not literally. Usually people, humble people, people are just don't giving say that me they're stuff humble. out of nowhere. But like, people, yeah. like, oh, you want this? Yeah, sure. Like Eddie I'll really it needs hands. it. I think um, you know wow. the Eddie to help the charity to help Eddie become a winner i think it's cute but um you know what they say uh jermon has a good line um when you go looking for uh answers they they just come to you sure tell that to my sat score anyways so (laughs) today on on 87th percentile no big deal but um i went to a math and science school and i fucking almost funk the math part of the sats but i went to a liberal arts school so they don't care about test scores well they as they shouldn't and then i flipped that education into bu Catch me. Catch me. Um, yeah. So we started the competition. And uh, even if Eddie loses, which he will. But that, it's still fun. And I think that's all that matters, really. Like, I I hope you... <laughs> like, can you pan in my face? Because... <laughs> I will. I don't know. I mean, genuine, though. Like, for real, for real. It actually is It is fun to have this competition. I I like to have that little fire under my butt. And it... it um. You know, it makes it a lot more fun when we actually go to the store that we go to or when we shop around. It's it's fun. It makes it a little bit more exciting because competition breeds, you know, innovation and excitement. Mm. Capitalism, you know? Yeah, capitalism. We wouldn't have this competition in a communist nation. I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you back in then. But, um, yeah, what today we're going to talk about the fact that Gage sucked his teeth right into a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> that probably didn't sound good. Um... What are we gonna talk about today? Uh, I'm still like holding on to that f- the philosophy of thrifting. Let's but, go into it, bud. Like I, I can't even think of anything correctly about the philosophy. Let's not get into I just, it, bud. I, yeah, I, I came from the gym not too long ago, so I'm kind of like worn out. How about growing the fuck up? Because Gage got to oh, grow actually, the fuck up soon. Actually, um, the conversation I had with this guy who came, IT guy who came to fix one of our. Um, ipads mm-hmm. for for work i can't say specifically at our large chain coffee shop 
and founded in the Pacific Northwest. It's, it's really interesting. Okay, so like um, I I like to listen to motivational you know videos, and like I found a podcast that like started to <laughs> rip them off of YouTube and put them on there. So now I don't have to like listen on YouTube and like put it in my pocket, so I can just listen to it you know just as I pass on the day. But anyways, <clears throat> I've been like listening to Jim Rohn stuff right and. He was talking about, um, you know, don't wish that you don't wish that you were smarter. Wish for more skills. Don't wish that. Um, don't wish for more money. Wish for more opportunity, kind of thing. And it's really interesting because now I just like talk to people, just like with um, um, Ken. We're not Ken. Ken, sorry, uh, about the chairs. I I didn't even remotely like ask him about the chairs of we were just talking in conversation and then like upholstery came up and then he was like oh like i need some chairs to be reupholstered like can you do them for me i was like yeah well i i said i would think about it i haven't seen him since <clears throat> but but with the the it guy his name is simmy really nice guy um literally we got into the conversation of like what we want to do with our lives he's older than me so he's like already figured out what he wants to do and he's doing it which is really good on him um but I was talking to one of my partners in Spanish and he was like, Oh, like, you, you know, like, where'd you learn Spanish? He was like, Oh, like I'm Dominican. And he was like, Oh, like my wife's Puerto Rican. And like, I came from Miami and blah, blah, blah. And then I was saying, I was like, yeah, like, you know, I actually practice it a lot. Like my Spanish isn't perfect, but I'm getting there. And so I was saying how, um, <clears throat> I was like, yeah, like at my second job, we actually have a lot of Hispanic workers that, kind of only know how to speak spanish so like i'm really getting to practice my spanish over there and he's like oh what like what do you do and i was like oh like i do upholstery and reupholstery and he's like oh like that's cool and like we just kind of like dove in in a rabbit hole of like you know talking about what our ambitions are like you know what's life all about and you know how things are changing and i was telling him i was like yeah like i dropped out of grad school because like my focus and you know my my passions change like i still want to do things in design but like this is what i really want to focus on he was like yo dude like i totally get like you just gotta hustle like be out there you know like do these things side like these side hustles as you like do your main job like don't like quit and you know kind of like a gary v aspect of it he was like you know don't fucking quit your day job just so you can start a new company like stick to your regular 40-hour job do the other stuff 20, 20 hours <clears throat> out of the week. And then as time goes on and that builds, then you can like flip it. You know, that can be your part-time. It can be your full-time or just have that be your sole, um, your sole thing. But I was like, yeah, like, you know, I, I do upholstery. That's like my second job. And then I was telling him that I thrift and flip. And he was like, dude, you're like, you're already doing it. You're already there. And it felt good because it's just that, like that sense of validation and like then i know like i'm going on the right track because he was also saying how you know a lot of graduated college students have a lot of entitlement like writing on their back and putting it on their degree and he was like when he started to when he was in school learning it and programming he was like you know like yeah i still had fun yeah i still went out but at the same time i was just grinding at you know like in instead of just going to my classes he was he was saying how he would work for you know companies for like really cheap or like nothing at all just because he wants to get that exposure and he was like you know by the time i graduated i had like two three experience like two three years worth of experience and instead of being like oh like i want this entry position job like at 50k you with no experience like i'm coming in 
two three years with like connections and like networking and then people are going to be like well i'm going to pick you over this person because like we know you put the work in and we know what you're about and then he was even saying he was like that even still gives you an advantage if you're like you're trying to go into an entry-level job and like they're only paying 47 but like if you're being entitled and be like well i think i deserve more than that like the person who's willing to grind and work start at the 47 because he knows he can work their way up or she works their way up like they'll take that 47 and like fuck you get get out of the way like i'm I'm here to work, you know, you just got to work up the ladder, but it was really nice. It was really nice. And I, it is really interesting kind of is like a, a law of attraction type thing where the things that you are focusing on and the thing that like you're, you're really like pointing to everything is kind of like a magnet, like just like everything just coming to you. And it's just nice. It's just feels good knowing that what we're doing has like kind of, kind of like this big payout that's starting to you know well speaking of what we're doing having a big payout i mean i just recently had that meeting with um i talked on a couple episodes prior about a certain job opportunity that would have been very nice to have and i got turned down from the job interview the job opportunity at first but then i had the opportunity to meet with this person and talk about what qualifications i would require to get in on the next year of uh, rehiring so I told him I broached the subject about us Eddie and I and that we have a podcast together and a show that I produce every week and he you know gravitated towards that and then I told him about Eddie and I's flipping competition and he said that I should document that and so I've started uh, taking like selfie videos of myself going out and kind of trying to construct a show slash documentary around that um, and the clips that I make, or I haven't made clips in a while, so I should start doing that, but basically just exercising my editing muscle and showing him that I can uh, edit and uh, the creativity of that editing and stuff like that, and that I can leverage that into a portfolio. Because before, I was always thinking like it would have to be a movie or something I would make, and then it's like, but the process of making that movie would be so hard, oh, what's the point of even trying? And then next thing I know, I have like no portfolio, I have no demo tape, I have no reel to show, However, every week I'm producing, you know, an hour long, for the most part, just under an hour long show. And, you know, you could say, well, it's just like a video recording and a couple mics and you don't really put much graphics on it. But when the when the opportunity serves us, I am putting graphics up and I can make clips out of this. So right now I'm creating my own value. I'm creating my own wealth and job experience by just talking to my buddy. Even if nobody watches the show, I can still cut it up in a way, slap a clip together, show someone, and say, look at what I can make from sitting in my room talking to my friend for an hour. Now, if you hand me other footage, you know you can trust me. You know I can make something out of that. And that's why Eddie and I are going to make a show about him making furniture, and I'm putting this on record so that I can be held accountable. You're holding me accountable. Yeah, because Eddie is, you know showing interest in this but i really really want to make the show with him where eddie works on a piece of furniture and talks about his life and furniture and design and things that he loves and things that interest him and have him waking up every day excited to go and upholster and reupholster and work on design and i've seen your drawings dude like you definitely want this and i want I you do. to want this and i and i i definitely got to get back into drawing too because like i'm getting better at it and it's not about you know make, producing the best sketches out there because there are a lot of designers who um 
they they aren't the best at drawing but they they understand the vision that they're trying to go for so um you know it's about not being fucking scared that's like that's the big thing um today a friend of mine she texted me and she was like oh like my brother needs um his car seats reupholstered i've never reupholstered a car seat before and so i was like you know what just fuck it like i'm i'm starting to be a less scared of just saying yes and just taking those opportunities because you know there you are gonna fail one way or another sooner or later is gonna it's gonna catch up to you but it's just you can't you can't let those losses like deter you or the the anticipation of losing deter you from from taking you know a chance on something and and then after that after we like finished texting back and forth you know i was like listening to another motivational speech and then it like clicked in my mind i was like why don't i just like watch a video on how to reupholster a a car seat and honestly like it it was kind of a a speed through but um it was it was literally the same thing as you would do to any regular piece of furniture i would imagine it's almost like even easier because these are mass produced mass manufactured like items so there must have some kind of and this is me speaking out of my ass just like the thinking about it like if it's mass manufactured and it's on like a a manufacturing like um what's the word i'm looking for assembly line mm-hmm. then it must have like components that are pretty like easy to undo oh, yeah, and redo yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. as opposed to like a handcrafted easy, piece of furniture easy to dis- disassemble and yeah i don't yeah. know i always think like when i think of a car uh, i mean think of, unless like, unless line. it's like you're working with car interiors like fucking roll roll um roll royces then you uh, guess I, can't, not, I cannot say that then you can't worry about failure because yeah. then you need to <clears> scoop that bag up I who know, ever right? can afford a or like Royce. audi or bmw with like the the fucking like interior leather is like really nice mm. and it's patent leather ferraris oh, i saw a ferrari yeah. the other day dude like that would be nice to to work on i never really understood cars and people with car guys and stuff because you're most of your day you're spent looking at fucking civics and elantras and shit but when a nice like porsche panorama pulls up or like a ferrari like some dude, I was going to breakfast with my girlfriend this morning, and this guy pulled for pulled out in like a, like a early two thousands or like a late nineties, Porsche, like a silver Porsche, and it was just, oh, so just nice. the design that these people put into these high end luxury vehicles, it really just makes you appreciate that someone actually designed it. Because you're looking at a bunch of garbage box trucks with four <laughs> wheels all day, pretty much. And then yeah. you see this piece of art pull up in the parking space. And oh, these are gorgeous. But yeah. yeah. Then the Yeezy shoe dropping 2040. Or the, the sorry, the Yeezy car. The Yeezy car. Someone reminded me that the first episode we talked about Yeezy furniture yeah. collabs. Overall, I feel like I'm, I'm getting a lot less fearless and more outgoing to just talking to people on anything like that girl we saw um while we were thrifting and she had like some good items and i just mm. kind of went up to her i was like oh like do you usually thrift and, and she, she clutched her purse because she thought eddie was trying to jump her at the, at yeah, the fucking yeah exactly he was like give me your fucking thrifts <laughs> give me your like give me your thrift so i can flip um but yeah because she also has some um some filas the the destructor twos another on. dad style shoe coming back into but the limelight fucking dope I wouldn't wear them because I think they would be a little too clunky. Also, the the sole, like the sole is so fucking thick. I just realized something. I hate to interrupt, but because I didn't clap to start off, and then Clover comes out. Of course. I realized I didn't do that. I'm gonna make a note real quick. Time. Okay. Hi, mommy. Hi. Keep talking. Sorry. Um, but yeah, and then just just being like more forward and just talking to people about stuff. 
and then you'd be surprised like you're you're kind of probably like one sentence or one question away from like learning something that you're you're genuinely interested about because you never know what like people are gonna know um but yeah kind of like with, with raymond at work like the hype beast. Bro, you just name drop come on now. yeah shout out to raymond stop saying his name <laughs> people are gonna know people listen <sighs> whatever just okay. beep it out oh you got a big eye bigger I'll beep it out, I suppose. Or I won't. That's fine, too. But, yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, Anything else? I'm just fucking exhausted. I'm sorry, man. That's cool. No, no, I'm just... also tired. Dude, okay, so oh, let, man, let's man. get into it because... We're off, man. My schedule's just off. It's fine. It'll, it's be, fine. Back to, it'll um, be back to... I'm doing, I'm doing a 30-day workout challenge where I do some type of physical activity for 30 days in a row, and I'm on day four right now. And I go through this, like, waves of, like, why the fuck did I do this? And like, oh, I can't wait to go to the gym. Like, I should really quit this. Like, no, like, I'm putting it on Instagram. Everybody knows I'm going to quit. Um, but, yeah, I'm on day f- four out of 30. Honestly, it feels like you're kind of, like, I feel like I'm going to blow right through it, too. There you go. Because okay. I now I have no excuse not to go to yeah, the gym. Yeah, because you keep posting every day. That and then also it's just all the excuses i used to because when i would come home from work i'm like yeah like i'm tired and like oh like my hip is hurting a little bit and like oh i got like these things to post on ebay and you kind of just start making all these fucking excuses but then now is like i i got to because like i i have to do this you yeah know? you you're setting Actually, deadlines and like a criteria for you to complete yeah speaking of like no excuses i had a bit of a sting that kind of woke me up to and I'm actually going to touch off on two different stories on this one, but the basic premise of these stories is you got to, you know, sometimes as a grown up, when shit hits the fan, sometimes you just got to fucking, or I guess it's like a lesson in me growing up, right? So here's one of them was that, you know, ever since I left high school, I never really had a permit. You know, I had a, I had a driver's permit, but then it expired when I went to Germany to study abroad and then I came back and it you know, it was expired by the time I got back, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to Boston. I'm going to the city. The T it's got all the transportation I need. The T is my car pretty much. Right. And I was like, well, why go out and get a permit? Why even go out and get a license? If I know I'm just going to be in the city for four years and then I stay in the city for four years. I never need my permit. I never need a license postgraduate. Um, this opportunity I told you about in the last up podcast about a summer camp in, in California, really great opportunity. It would have been awesome to just have that month, go experience California, put another piece on my resume of like a leadership position and it would look great for my career. Then it gets down to that. They require a driver's license, a valid driver's license for, uh, applicants. Stop it, Toby. I know there's other people's shoes. Um, but I thought, okay, it's just for background checks. I'm sure they'll take a state ID. I have a phone interview with these people. It goes really well. It goes amazing. I'm a strong candidate. And it's it's looks like it's going to work out. looks like I'm going to California. California. And then it gets to the part where it's like, okay, well, have you had experience driving large vehicles? And I realized in that moment that the valid state at your valid driver's license is not just for background checks. They need it to actually have camp counselors who can drive because it's in California. It's driving hours to San Francisco with sprinter vans. And I basically, I think I don't think I've heard back from them, but I'm more than certain that they turned me down 
for the position, even though in their words I was a strong candidate because I didn't have even have a permit. And so yeah. those were one of the things I said to myself, oh, you know, as we wind down in the end of the year, I'll get my permit. I'll at least start the process or I'll start getting a permit. I said that back in like January. <clears throat> I still don't even have a permit. Yeah, you should definitely you should definitely get on that. So I need to set a time. I need to make an appointment, go to the DMV or since we're in Massachusetts, the RMV, get a permit, have my friend help me practice driving and get my license, get my shit together because that's some adult ass shit I need to get done. Another th- quick story about that is today I was writing a script. So I was feeling super productive. I wrote 10 pages of a script. And I was kicking myself. And this story, I've been, like, bobbing around in my head for, like, a month and a half right now. And I haven't done anything to make it. And then one day, I just went home and I fucking blasted out ten pages before at night. And, like, before I had to do go to work. And the pages were coming together. It was great. I feel really confident about it. Obviously, I have to go back and edit again. But it felt, like, really super good and super productive. And I'm going to sit down to do another ten pages. And my compute, my, my app for this writing software keeps crashing. And I can't write a single word. And it's pissing me off to no end. And not to get too into the weeds, long story short, I need to get a MacBook. For all the other reasons, confluence of reasons. I thought I was being cute by, like, oh, well, I know the creative space when it comes to filmmaking uses max but i can skirt the system i can cut corners i can get this free program here i can get this here to supplement for this but ultimately in life you can't cut corners because you're going to start fucking cutting corners and eventually you're just going to run out of corners to cut or you're going to end up with a subpar product or you're going to end up with a circle circles don't have corners (laughs) exactly and you know i I want to do this for a living. I want to produce shows. I want to make things. Uh, hopefully, one day be a you know considered a, you know a writer director things like that. But the unfortunate reality is that the creative field, when it comes to filmmaking, favors Mac products. And I've always been against Mac because I, you know, before I couldn't really afford it, and it was kind of became like a an attitude thing where it was like, uh, I'm more of a PC person or whatever. But it's like when your career needs you to have a Mac, you need to get a Mac. That's an investment. Going back to like episode eight when we talk about personal investment and investing in ourselves and talking about buying spaces or whatever, like the uncomfortable reality right now, but it is gonna make my life so much easier, is that I have to like put in that big chunk of money to buy a Mac. And I just got some like money that came in or is coming in soon. Plus, this has been a good month for sales, and it's been like a three-paycheck month. So it's like, at this point, I really have no excuses. I need to bite the bullet soon so that I can get the experience. Because now that I'm thinking about it, a lot of job listings said that I needed a Mac experience. or You know, I have had experience with Adobe, but not necessarily Macs. So I do not want a recurring of this whole, like, well, you need a permit, you need a license, and then we can't hire you. And at that point, you can't even say, like, well, I'll go out and get it. Like, you can't just go out and get a license. You have to practice you have to drive and you can't just go out with a mac and have mac experience you have to put in the hours of editing having that practice on a mac keyboard with a mac os like i need to make that a reality soon and i don't really have any more excuses for it so i'm gonna go to micro center i think in cambridge on wednesday go talk to the guy and basically just get the lowdown on how i can save the most money but i'm going to have to make a big purchase on this so picking the right machine to use for my writing and editing and my life after that was going to become so much easier like i'm creating these unnecessary obstacles just because like i think i can like skirt it and i think i can be slick 
Like we thrift and we grind and we try to cut corners. Like you could say that we try to cut corners like economically because we're trying to race to the bottom, find these thrifts and finds. But the reality of it is we're putting in real work to find this stuff yeah. and we show up every day. So, you know, someone could, I get the thrift tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. And it, now we're excited to go back. So it's just like, it's, it's these shitty realities you have to face. Like, you want to be comfortable. You want to be unchanged. You want to just, like, have things the way they are. But sometimes you just have to change in order to move forward. And that uncomfortable change, it does feel uncomfortable in the moment. But you will be happy that you made that change. Just like I'm sure Eddie is exhausted and uncomfortable sometimes when he goes exercising. But he set himself to make a 30-day exercise challenge. And after those 30 days are done, he will have been appreciative for him starting that trend or starting that that challenge just like i was super unnerved and like anxious and neurotic about writing those first 10 pages of my script but as i started writing things started to come into focus for me i started to be able to write the next page faster than i wrote the previous the dialogue started to flow a little bit better the characters were a lot more clear to me and some plot points actually got clarified so just start doing the thing that you want to fucking do and you gotta bite some bullets you gotta take you gotta take some leaps because it fucking some leaps. Man. Yeah, I mean it's it's uncomfortable, but and that, it started to back down. But it just lose, get rid of your pride, get rid of your ego. Because I was always like, oh, I'm a PC person, like Max for fucking dummies, bro. I'm a green texture for life. But it's like, all right, where is that gonna get you if you need to get that Mac? Yeah. It's cute if you don't need to, but if you need to do something, fucking do it. Yeah. Fun fact: everybody sucks. Yeah. Everybody sucks. So doesn't matter what. Might as well do it. <clears throat> yeah. It just that was part that kind of bummed me out. But then it's like starting to realize once you accept that you can make that change then flip the script don't focus on how uncomfortable it's going to be look at how much better your life is going to be once this change is made just completely disregarding the discomfort of the change and i know people are like oh first four problems you have to decide which computer to buy but it's like for those who are in the creative space and maybe they have like a hand-me-down computer that they've been editing on and you realize shit's getting slow technology's getting better and you have to catch up it does suck yeah, editing is something <clears throat> I would never go cheap on. You can go cheap on a phone camera or whatever, but you can't go cheap on your editing. So, But even then, okay, cameras and whatnot. So I am a Mac convert. I never thought I would say that, but I'm going to have to buy a Mac computer. Still don't want an iPhone. An iPhone could fucking burn it now. Wow. Catch me 20 years from now with a fucking iPhone 47 or whatever. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Green textures so, yeah. like FaceTime all the time. Mm. but yeah super excited like i i feel like things it's it's catching the momentum too mm. you know i um, feel that you're just you you just got to start walking and then what the fuck was that so it's turkeys man they're getting to me i think it's just the wind because you know how like when the wind starts to pick up you start to you hear like your your like windows and doors shifting in the fucking case and yeah. you're like i thought that was permanent oh yeah um so yeah it's like Again, Jim Rohn. Uh, honest to God, I can't emphasize enough. Like, watch Jim Rohn. Does Jim Rohn have social media? He's dead. So, so like, it's all his clips and recordings. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. Dude, that was a genuine surprise when you yeah. said he's he's dead. He's dead, yeah. He That's... died back in, like, 08. Okay. But his, his recordings and his speeches and his lectures are still up on YouTube. To, anyway. J- to the Roan family, uh, my condolences, and I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, to Josh on this dead dude, but, yeah. you know, you, you, you know, um, respect. Rest in peace, bro. But he was, like, 
he got out right before the housing crisis. <laughs> I can't um, He was like, if you act on a, a few disciplines a day, like they kind of feed off of one another. Mm. Uh, it's kind of like walking around the block, then you eat the apple, then you get a book of nutrition. Like just on in terms of fitness. That's so true because um, you just yeah, got it. And then he he was like, when you when you do something and the emotion is hot, like just start it, just mm. do it, just start it, and you just start that that whole emotion. Because like, and he was like, if you want to read books, just buy the first book. That's all you have to do. Just buy the first book, and then that'll lead. On to the second, the third, and then boom, you got yourself a library. Yeah. A library, if you actually fucking read. A library. A lib, lib, libard. No more. Yeah, I mean, I can't agree with that more because I'm such a procrastinator, but the solution to procrastination is just fucking do it. Man. Yeah, but see, then the procrastinators will find a way to slow. Like, I'm a calculated procrastinator. I'll find a way to slow myself to the process of sitting down to actually type. But when I committed myself, I was like, okay, dude, like, true talk no one's around no one's here to be impressed just fucking do your thing please please when you fucking i i talk to myself a lot but i've kind of i've come to terms with it sometimes i'll just catch myself feeling something i'm like do we need to talk like to myself i'll say that it's oh, so, really? it's so like, fucking weird but it helps review with yourself? because sometimes you're alone and you're it's sometimes you need to hear something out loud for it to click and i'm in my head all the time all day like the, the, my neurosis is not really something that I expect to go away anytime soon. I've had professional help. Uh, I could get more for sure, but I've always been in with my voice. It's been such a meta thing. Sometimes I'll just like let it become a vocal thing. I'll like actually speak to myself out loud, and that'll help me realize how ridiculous certain things are. Because you can hear thoughts in your head, and they're abstracted through like your cognition. But then when you actually hear them in spoken English out loud, you're like. Oh, wait, that sounds ridiculous. So, so next time you think of something and you're having controversy or conflict conflict in your life, try to have that argument out loud and maybe just hearing that as if it sounded like it was coming from someone else will help you realize it. Because I was like, so what are we doing? Are we going to write our 10 pages or what? And I broke it down like, okay, a script, a movie script is like 90 to 110 pages. Okay. If you wrote 10 pages a day, you'd have it done in less than two weeks. Yeah. You say you go back for a first draft, then still in two weeks you still have that second draft because on the second draft obviously the whole thing's written. You just kind of have to go back and touch things up, and then a third draft and a fourth draft. In a month you could go through three drafts of a script if you just start writing it, mm-hmm. and it's proven to be true. I mean, obviously barring that conflict, I'm gonna go home and edit this, and while I'm editing, I'm gonna write another ten pages because I felt so confident and like. Jim Rohn was saying it's like striking while the iron's hot kind of deal because when you break it down like that you're like oh like if I had to write a whole movie how long is that gonna fucking take like if you write 10 pages a day uh nine days and I was writing 10 pages under a deadline of like going to sleep Mm. like at a certain point I was like okay I need to go to bed because I need to wake up for work tomorrow morning but if I didn't have work tomorrow the next day I could have banged out another 20 because I was into it. I was so flowing with that, my script. It felt so good to write. And I was like, this is fucking awesome, dude. Am I, I'm such a slow typer. I'm such a slow reader. But I'm telling you, when I'm getting in that groove, dude, I'm fucking fucking uh, Bruce Almighty when he's answering the prayers. You're still typing and drinking your coffee. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I don't know. It, it felt really good. And more and more, I'm getting those proud, happy feelings. You know, a couple episodes ago, I was, like, having an existential crisis. Like, do I even want to make movies? And it's like, of course I do. 
Like I wouldn't be so concerned about all this stuff if I did. It's like, you know, what they say, the opposite of hate is not love, it's indifference. Mm. You, or the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. Mm. It's like if you, if you are met, if you have a charged negative emotions about something, it doesn't mean that you don't want it. It might mean that you care so much about it and that you're upset that it's not turning out the way yeah. it's happening. If you're like, I don't give a second thought to carpentry. I don't love carpentry. But if my thoughts, even if they're controversial and like going back and forth, are filled with movie making and filmmaking and writing and production, yeah. maybe it's not that I don't want to do it. It's that I want to and I'm kicking myself for not having done it or not doing mm -hmm. it currently. So... I'm on a real good track right now. I'm feeling great. I think the vibes, I think us from where we started since episode one, we're in a lot better place yeah. emotionally and mentally and like uh, just progress and productivity wise. I think I'm feeling fucking great, especially with our flips that becoming a background goal that we're working on. It's, it's honestly just like turning it back on yourself and like, Oh, you can do something. Mm -hmm. You put your mind to some yourself. Yeah. You put your mind to something. You can fucking do it. I was thinking about this the other day. So with thrifting, um, I I had to take Clover to the vet because she she needed to update on her shots and rabies and heartworm medication, all that. Oh, preventative, not medication. She doesn't have heartworm. But um, the bill and it, this is this is to my own fault because like I took her to a, a very ritzy ditzy like like high end veterinarian. Um, Jewish, you could say it. Yeah, <laughs> and and the bill was just under six hundred dollars, but guess what? I paid all that shit out of pocket. It did make a dent. Cute generic uh, uh, stock sound of people clapping. Mm. Ooh, no, but like if if you want to compare me now from Eddie a year ago, I I would not have hesitated to like use a credit card to pay for it, mm. and then it would take me six to seven months to pay that credit yeah. card off. I'm real proud of you too, by the exactly. way. You showed me your balance recently. Eddie is very close to paying off that credit card. Oh, I'm so close. That yeah. this, this next check is I'm paying it off. Fuck yeah, dude! I'm so proud of you. Yes. I'm gonna have to get a cheap bottle of champagne to pop yeah. to celebrate. Yeah, this put next. it on the card. Wait, fuck. <laughs> nope, nope. Yeah, no, dude, no. I'm so I'm so After proud that, of you. Just done, dude. Weird. Where we started. Think about how much debt when we started this podcast. Oh, I'm gonna start paying off my um, my private loan soon too. Oh, I've been done paying that off. But yeah, 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 dude, I'm so excited. I'm not, I'm not afraid of it. That's the thing. That's the, that's the exciting thing about it. It's like mindset. when you what? Poorest mindset. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but when, when you start to figure out like that, this is not the only way to live. Mm. Um, it just opens so many doors and avenues that you never thought that were there. And he, that's the thing about being close, so uh, close-minded. I think the the big the best thing about thrifting is it it just shows you anything could be valuable. You just have to, you know, find it like find the value in it first. Yeah. You got to find value in yourself and in, you can yourself. flip your life around. <laughs> we're just trying to we're we're flipping for our lives here. Yeah. But anyways, let, let's uh let's continue on to the flips. Okay. Um, stuff that we for found sure. actually because funny again talking about the things that you focus on and like they're showing up i've been really into reebok lately and their shoes i don't know what it is i i was at a cafe the other day and this girl came out with some workout plus shoes and like those are some if you ever seen them they like have really thick the sole kind of like comes up into the shoe and it just kind of looks really nice and just clean it looks like a thick ass eraser on your foot um but I was like, damn, 
like those shoes are fucking dope and like you know on instagram like reebok is starting to show because i've been searching it a lot and um when i went thrifting the other day i found a pair i didn't find the workout plus hoping i I can i'm starting to collect more beaters now which is nice um hopefully i can find a pair of workout plus or sell enough where i can just buy a nice new pair of workout plus but let me show you the the pair that i did find might give me that clap eddie please Oh, Thank shit. you. I fucking hit the mic. Thank you. It's okay. It's okay. I'll yeah. turn it down. The, these are like really. Cool. Oh shit! I didn't notice these scuffs. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Honestly, like I feel like you can tell when a pair of shoes come from somebody who's a sneakerhead because these aren't that fucked up. Like these are in really good condition. Mine is a little bit of staining around. Let's explain those for the listeners. For what? Just what you're holding. Oh, the these, these are, are a pair listening. of Reeboks. I, don't, I actually don't know what they're like called specifically well just you know describe it so it's an all-white reebok yeah it's an all-white reebok um you know just it has the the little reebok sign here it has the reebok emblem right here on the tongue on the tongue um it's just you know overall nice it's a clean shoe it is a clean shoe shoe. a little dirty but i mean clean like the design wise it's it's not too loud it's not too noisy uh it's clean also i'm gonna i was about to do another name drop but um a friend from work also has these pairs so i was like oh that's really funny that that just happened just to show you like everything is connected out there he's gotta he's gotta see it i'll get to that in a minute joe but yeah. we really got to talk about the, it. the government the government joe the government the government can't run a fucking lemonade stand i know <laughs> but yeah man i'm like i'm super excited these are in my size too so i'm keeping these second pair of shoes that i found thrifting that i want and they're in my size so that's size privilege bro I'm, I'm a size 12. Well, it's not my fault that, my like, size 9.5 is, like, one of the most common shoe sizes. That's true. Right there. really rolled um, it well in that one. Yeah. More another, shoes. Another pair of shoes. Um, these are the new... I, I'm, I feel like I'm not going to have a problem selling these because I posted this on Instagram and four people messaged me. Like within love the colorway, by the way. Yeah. It's a pink... It's like a rose gold almost looking. Definitely. Yeah, it definitely has a rose gold. It's uh, like a gray, kind of, a slight, kind of like a, like a chocolatey pink. brown, coral pink, and yeah. like a cream white, as I call them, the Neapolitans, because yeah. uh, they look like a big old scoop of Neapolitan yeah. ice cream. Yeah. Those They're sexy, though. a little dirty. I mean, like the undersole, but like that doesn't matter. As long as it, like nothing is super faded. New Balance is like the brand of the month coming up, though, because the Boston Marathon It's Boston sponsored Marathon. by... Also, the collaboration with Network and Bodega with the 997s the new balance 997s so you don't know about that right? i don't know about them boom okay another crazy thing okay look, dude, i'm telling you man just if he's not peeking my name's not gage yeah look okay so the other day too i was thinking like it just kind of like flew into my head so uh, name drop shout out to jacob rochester because he just did a an interview with bodega uh and they featured him with the new 997s and um i was just thinking i was like damn like i hope jacob's like doing good out there like i hope you know because he's super talented he knows like he does a lot of art you know he's he's doing music now and you know i'm scrolling through uh instagram and i follow bodega and then i like see a picture of him and then i will i i didn't first thought it was him i was like damn like that that like looks like jacob a lot and then like under it it was tagged him i was like no way and so they did a whole uh, five-minute interview. So, yeah, definitely go on Bodega. Look, it was on IGTV. Uh, Jacob Rochester, really cool kid. Very talented. 
I'm happy for him. He's doing good out there. Back to the flip of the week. Yeah, back to the flip of the week. Um, you know, just getting to the summer aesthetic. T- some Tommy Tommy Hilfiger. You know, uh, swim trunks. These are really subtle. You got the little Tommy, the Hilfiger name right there. Then I found another higher, higher end um, pair of. Um, I'm zoom in on those bonobos. Yeah, bonobos. Oh, really wait, nice. Sorry, wrong one. Yep, got it. Yeah, these are these are pretty nice. Well, one of my favorite finds is. And he's always coming correct with like eight flips. Yeah. Fucking this vintage Jamaica shirt made in Jamaica. Like I don't know. This is dope. This is I know for a fact is gonna sell really fast on Depop because like people are looking for shit like this. This this shirt is like surprisingly in like good condition no yellowing on the neck that's like a big thing too like when when you wear clothes a lot over time it's just that, that like disgusting fucking oil neck yellowing that comes on yeah i know that dude i had to retire one of my work shirts i had to yeah. retire one of my work shirts because of that yeah another one this this one has a little yellowing but i think i can just bleach it off but it's very very light um i think i think echo is gonna come back like i think echo is gonna make a comeback I'm I'm documenting that right now. It's March like, March twenty fourth. It's like an echo. It repeats Fuck itself. <laughs> um and then this is the last thing I'll show. This is a Harley Davidson shirt. It's not vintage or anything, but Harley Davidson is always selling. I actually have a Harley Davidson mug right over. White there. Mountains, Harley, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Might be a little tough. It's geographic specific. It doesn't matter. We'll people, find people out. Still buy it. All right, I'm gonna hand over the camera to my friend Eddie Booey. So we're going to start off a little light. We're going to go... It is getting... You did not knock it over. (laughs) It is getting a little warmer, but I found this down puffer that I just couldn't resist. It's a reversible down puffer, which is, I guess, my new favorite item of clothing. But on the arm, it's got that Tommy block. That red-white Tommy block. It reverses into gray. It's double XL for those who are interested. But I just thought I loved the design. It was so clean because at first I just saw this red. I'm like, huh, what's that? And then I kind of moved it over a little bit and I saw that red and white. I was like, ah, so sexy. So nice. I love it so much. So Tommy stuff. But then I was going to the checkout and I found these babies. These are, now I can't find the exact colorway, but these are uh, Nike Air Max 90 uh, Premiums with black suede and they have this like navy gray white hold it straight for the camera black colorway there's some significant scuffing on the on the heel on the sole right there but i'm going to try taking it off with um toothpaste if that doesn't work i'm going to do a very very um what's it called detailed job of taking it off with nail polish remover or a diluted solution of that but yeah, I just I found them for ten bucks, and on the first day of our thrifting challenge, uh, I have to take I have to list these. I haven't listed them yet. I still have to clean them up first. But yeah, uh, Air Max nineties are kind of like the shoe now. It's like everyone's got a pair in so many different colorways. Yeah, New New Balance and uh, Air Max are just popping right back up. I mean, also because they're they're like starting to kind of um, really just quicken the pace on. Yeah. 
that's definitely the flips. So we should the, be good. They're they're just doing more collabs and more colorways, and so that that's definitely like helping to revive the the brand and the 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 collection of the shoes. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm just so glad that, and I I think it's just the season now too. Like th- this year is coming out hot for sneakers. So if you guys don't um, follow any YouTubers. I highly suggest that you do because there's a lot of people who have like a crazy fa- um, passion for, for streetwear. Yeah, passion for fashion, streetwear, apparel, shoes, and one thing about <clears throat> the the sneakerhead culture, you can tell the difference between somebody who's just in it for the resale and just kind of like the hype versus somebody who's kind of an OG sneakerhead mm. because OG sneakerheads will wear their shoes; they will not resell them. They like actually want to have it on their feet. Got to flex on, bro. Not, like they they will have some collection pieces that they will probably wear once or twice and just like shelf them. Mm-hmm. But um, but real sneakerheads love their shoes, and I respect that. And I I think a good way to get into sneakers is to get beaters like right off the bat. So like I got those sash shoes, and I now I have a pair of Reeboks. They're already worn in. I mean, I could resell them. I mean. Like those those New Balances over there, yeah, I can. They're almost my size, but um, I'm not gonna keep them. I'm gonna resell them. But like, that's that's part of the culture. The culture is to flex, but wear your flexes. You know, don't don't be like, ho ho, I got this. Like, wear your flexes. Don't be holding your fucking shoe like a phone and acting like you're making a call. We don't call money. What was that lyric from Jay Z's? Like, uh, why are you holding the? There's no signal. Something about I, I don't, making I don't fun know. of SoundCloud rappers who hold money to their ear like it's a phone. It's like we don't call that money where we're from. Also, um, Soldier Boy sells fake money on his website, so he flexes with fake money. Anyways, let's go to the uh, recommendations of the week. Hmm. Uh, Eddie for his book, and Gage for his. I like I want to burp, but it's not coming out. Movie. Uh... Okay, fuck it. I'm gonna go for it. Uh, I I actually just found it thrifting. It was really nice. It's on my list. Um, it is the biography of Leonardo da Vinci by something I, Walter Isaacson, who's like a great um, by like author. Biographer. Yeah, biographer. Um, so I'm really excited. That book is fucking dense. It's thick. Wait, I can show it. Ooh, she thick. Yeah. It's a thick book right there. Big boy. Oh, Jesus, it's so heavy. Yeah, what that's the what she fuck? said. Wait, why is it so heavy? That's actually surprising. Oh, it's the stock. Folks, we're not dealing with regular paper pages here. This is like a, a semi-gloss finish stock of paper with some cutting, some manufacturing issues <laughs> on the middle pages. But we'll ignore that because a, that's a weapon right there. Yep. Anyways, my movie recommendation of the week Oh, gee, even Chloe Drop, thinks it's too heavy. Dropping some knowledge on it. <laughs> uh, Peter will be calling you. Um, right, my sure. movie recommendation of the week is. Honestly, I'll you don't know. Get, I'm gonna say Get Out, just because I'm reaching for one right now. I just saw Us. It did not live up to what I thought it was gonna be, but it was still a very interesting, like vision of a movie and uh it made me miss it made me miss get out when i saw it and like the hype of that so get out no, i mean get out we're done but, yeah uh this is uh gage signing off this is eddie signing off this has been two boys podcast boom